0: Is the Levels Podcast? I'm Justin Horo, aka the Horoscope, <laughs> joined by Whitamoo Mason, aka Triple OG Mace. What's happening? It's that time of the week, brother. Mm. It's around twenty-five preview time, but more importantly, we're off to NZ tomorrow, bro. Yeah, I'm
1: pumped. It's come around quick. Like the whole year's come around quick. I it's remember gone we sitting quick. there. We're just we're doing round one, and I'm like, wow, it's twenty-five now. So. Time flies, man, when you're having fun, especially. Yeah, with well, New Zealand, I'm pumped, I'm pumped. We're coming, Yeah,
0: yeah. finally. I'm, I'm pumped to get over to New Zealand in this capacity. Like, just went to holidays there over in Queenstown, but been talking about it for a minute, obviously, um, getting over there. Uh, it's round 25, man. Like, considering, like, how we quickly scrimmaged to get everything going, like, yeah. to start off and make sure we got ready for, ready for round one in a short space um massive thank you's got to go obviously to our partners tab and bsc yep. uh, who've been, been a part of the journey but also the followers as well um you know the subscribers the people that comment um youtube questions have been a hit got a couple more that are related to our trip over in new zealand but uh it's been a crazy old year What do you think
1: it? why do you think people uh, like they're fucking with us why do you why do you think it's become so popular because i was like i knew that we'd be doing a good job at the start like we quite smart we were having some good stuff last year good content i'm like will it like i was wasn't i was never not confident that it wouldn't pop off but i didn't expect it to go like crazy like I'd say, really
0: really quick i'd say number one is our consistency right I, mm-hmm. that's a big part if you look at you know obviously Kempy and, and hello sports and the other guys in our area those guys have been doing it for the last two or three years yeah whatever they do they stick to it. They've been doing it consistently. I got advice off Kempi when I first started mm. doing this, so shout out again to, to Bloke and and just watching the boys, how they do their thing. Jammer on the buy round. Yeah. It's got consistency. So all of us in that space that have been consistent, I think people will respond to that. They know what to expect. You can build that community like we're trying to build with the fitness yeah, side of are. what we're going to do on our McKaylee Ravalawa Strava. Yeah. <laughs> That's the closest we got. Sorry, it's a shit one. Um, we will just discussing it before. But uh, – Uh, Mace, I'd just like everyone again to get in. Levelsnetwork.com.au. The Dallas Hoodies, they're about to drop. um, Well, they're over their samples at the moment. Lukey, what do you got for us? Puddam? Eight weeks minimum? Eight weeks. Oh, I was going to say four. So. Uh, eight weeks. We're doing be it properly, people. We're doing it properly. Yeah. We're making sure they're the Mickey. Uh, so continue to register your email for updates. We'll give you early access to everyone who's in there. So make sure you sign up so you don't miss out. When we drop collection yeah. one. You're mad. Uh, what about subscribers, Mace? 14.7, th- about 300 per week at the moment. So obviously super grateful. The gratitude continues for all our followers. But – we are chasing. Oh, let's get 15k by next week. I yeah. think off the I think the after
1: our New Zealand trip, we'll get there.
0: Yeah, New Zealand go no guard. But we're chasing 20k subscribers. And I thought I'd chuck this in as well. I think we're on about 17
1: and followers on Instagram. Yes, yeah. Let's. What are we doing for TikTok? Even though like I'm, I don't have TikTok or anything. What are we? We're a fair bit there. Forty two. Forty two. Forty two
0: on TikTok. Damn. 42. Do you have TikTok? No, oh, I do, but I'm not active. Uh, Luki loves TikTok Luki puts all our stuff You're on TikTok you got mad dancers and stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, and so those are big numbers I'll tell, you yeah. what's a, I'll tell you what's a massive number on our Michaela 150 already, 150 of the best in our Levels Network Strava community. So people were keen. Um, We're not going to fuck around and tease all that for that long. We just want to nail down what we're going to do. We'll probably have all the details for you ready to go properly next week with regards to who's on board. Um, We want to collab with uh, people in the fitness industry, gyms in the fitness industry. So I just want to put it all together. But what I want to do is just get the community going first. So as soon as we got all the information ready to go, because we've got a plan in our head – we can put it all out it'll be done by next week there yeah, you go a guarantee be. um oh that's mad 150 already 150 do i
1: have to do i have to have a strava thing do i have to, do I have to is, um yeah for sure if you want it it's you like, I to need a garmin watch it looks cool and it's like I did have a little Fitbit and then I sort of knew exactly what – I think about two, three years and I sort of knew exactly how many steps I was taking a day and rough, roughly and how, many, how many cows I was burning, all that kind of stuff. So sort of kept me accountable for two or three years. But this – whatever the hell this Strava is, I only found out what Strava was a week ago, right? Mm. Not even that. That's fucking Two days brilliant. It's
0: brilliant. <laughs> when we come in on Monday. It's brilliant, What's right? Well, it's awesome. It just so gives,
1: but if I'm going to be part of it, I need, I need it, right?
0: Well, you just said the, the main word, accountable. Yeah. I'll it keeps you it. accountable. I can't then,
1: just say that I'm doing it and they're going to believe me, right?
0: Well, also, um, yeah, yeah, with their mates or whatever, you, you can see even if you're not – uh, communicating with a mate who might be getting after it, you might just go on Strava every now and again. So, for instance, this day I played golf right. Mm. I put my golf score into yeah. my watch as well. This is the best. I, this is not even an ad. I'm not even sponsored by Garmin. But if you want to reach out, yeah, give the triple, give triple watch. More than welcome. Um, but it's got golf. I um, I did the run swim at Clay Valley this morning. So, just how put many laps in, you do? Five. That's mad. The yeah. long one. Yep, yeah, five of the best. Yeah, that's good. They're about I think 70 meter swim. Yeah, 70-metre swim. I think they're about five – no. 600-metre 600 600 600-metre laps, yeah. all up, all, all together. So um, in and out of the water. So it's got my swim. It's got my golf. It's got my run. It's got my gym session yeah. that we do. Well, that's mad about.
1: because a Fitbit is like I pretty much get steps. Okay. And like it was a real thin one, so I didn't really want to – I don't really like a real bulky one because I got to train. So when I'm at Bulldog, training. I used to wear it then. Then it was, then it was breaking off because yeah. I was holding pads and stuff like that. But, yeah, I need the uh, I need the gown, I think.
0: Yeah, the Garmin's in the mickey. So, uh, yeah, Garmin, if you want to reach out. Uh, is Garmin, I wonder if Garmin's Regardless, a I'm buy it anyway. Yeah. or a New Zealand brand. Or, or, or a seasonal too yeah. Well, they want to be fucking Levels Network, I tell you what, this, <laughs> this community is going to be pumping. So go jump in, the Levels Network Community Club on Strava, it, 150 of the best. It's just growing at the moment. Um, when we do all this sort of stuff, when we get into the Strava and when we start getting into what we're going to be doing, this is going to be – this is going to be a big part of what we're doing. Obviously, BSC... Um, they've got some new products coming. I spoke to the, the big
1: dogs this morning. So they've got some big products. I'm not going to announce it now. But like while, when we start our, uh, you know, our level stuff, they'll be they'll be on board and they'll have new products. I've never... When they explained it to me, I'm like, how, how the fuck did you come up with this? So it'll be, it'll be a game changer. Speaking of game changers, the protein shake,
0: mm. ready to drink vanilla and chocolate shakes. Whether you need a quick hit of protein to help you refuel after a tough workout or breakfast on the go. Currently available in Coles online at bodyscience.com.au and in independent supplement retailers. These are the Mickey Mace. I had these after the race yeah, as well. Man. Quick way of just getting something into your um, in the car I on want the today, drive Bulldog show. It's good. Yep. So uh, shout out to our partners, Body Science. Our other partners, the tab, the great sport debate. Let's get into it, Mace. <laughs> mm. The nation's great debate on what is Australia's national sport. With Obviously, we... We're filming this on a Wednesday, 3 yeah. p.m. The Tillies are playing tonight. Everyone's yes. pumped. Uh, so therefore, obviously, they're killing it on the vote. Yeah. Soccer, 40%. AFL, 26.9%. Shout out to the Shepmates. They must yeah. have got their crew behind them. So we need our crew at Levels Network to pump it up because your pick, Cricket, is in third place at the moment, mate, yeah. with 17%. And little old kiddies Rugby League sitting Ten. fourth. We're better than that. Yeah. Why
1: what do you think? That? Why do you think? Like I've been looking at um, the amount of people watching the, the, the Matildas and everything like that, like six point one million. And like, what? Why do you think that? Is it? I think. I think we've had a discussion before. Is it the timing? Is it because we've had a little bit of a gap in the AFL after Origin when everyone's just really lo- looking for semi-finals? Right. No one gives a really. No one gives a shit viewing wise about like unless you're a purist, right, like us. Yep. You're just probably just sitting back going, oh, now we'll just wait for the finals. Then I'll, then I'll watch the footy where where they, this, this team is doing – it's our national team. The women are doing great and it's just the perfect timing. They're killing it. They're beating the Frenchies. Hopefully they, they beat the Poms. And we just get we just get so patriotic when it comes to our, like, our sports, right? So we just fucking watch it. A couple of things I think plays a big part, right? So
0: I think you've got almost all demographics because you got obviously the – you know, majority of males just love sport. You chuck yeah, sport on. Yeah, Aussies just love it. We're going to be pumping sport out, uh, Aussies and, and Kiwis. Then you've got obviously because it's the women's. Yeah. So you've got a lot of the women's and children that have got involved with it before. Soccer like, mums. Some of these uh, – yeah, a lot of soccer <laughs> mums out there. But a lot of kids, you know, uh, the stories well, it's the most, are It's great. the
1: most popular game under 15, right, as a junior. soccer is Yeah. B- bigger than oh, AFL, cricket, cricket, everything. So the participation is, is number one soccer. Obviously – after that, they start spreading out everywhere else. Yeah. So then you got
0: obviously uh, girls who, um, or young girls that might not have had, uh, because soccer is a world sport. Yeah. I think having it in our own country for sure at the right times yes. to watch it plays a big part as well. Um, and then also I think more the main thing, Australia loves an underdog. Yeah, we fucking um, win it. And we've been an uh, we've been an underdog. We've been you know fifth, sixth favourite uh, at the start of the competition. Yeah. Uh, Australia's best player, Sam, Sam Kerr, Kerr, was injured for the entire uh, uh, format of the qualifications to get into the last 16. Uh, she plays limited minutes in the final 16. She, she plays a little bit in the. the uh, she plays a. She starts in the quarterfinal. And hopefully she's humming in this semi-final and she can score a goal for the Tillies and get the job done. So um, I can understand so why good soccer is 40% uh, is not so great for, debate.
1: So good for like soccer sport, not soccer, women's soccer. It's massive, right? Especially if we win. Imagine particip- participation, everyone's trying to be Sam Kerr. Oh, it'd be There's flying. fucking tits, It'd it?
0: be flying. Football, soccer? The soccer variety of football will be flying at the moment in uh, in Australia because and men's in men's and and women's because yeah. it's just all the rage at the moment. Awesome, and you're right, man. we're we're going through a little bit of a softening period before we get into the finals for both AFL and uh, NRL. Regardless, World when Cups you, is around the corner. six mil for rugby, six mil. Ooh, that's outstanding. Great work. And then at the end of the day, the the quality of the game's been uh, solid enough for obviously everyone to tune in and get behind them as well. Damn. So. Uh, Speaking of getting behind them, let's get behind this first YouTube question. This Mm. is from Dallas Cardon. Horo and Triple OG, weekly listener on Spotify. Huge fan, not a question, but would be grateful for a shout-out of my local... League football club. The Ivanhoe Knights playing up in Cairns in far north Queensland Rugby League. It's our 100th year anniversary of the club. We've rounded out the regular season as minor premiers, going straight off to the prelim with the first week off. We currently have the great Josh Dugan lacing up the blues, boots for us at fullback, up the red, white, and blue. So shout out to the Knights. Ivanhoe Knights, shout out to Dugan, T- one of the best. Todd Carney played for that team. Nah, Toddy's at um, Ballina. He's okay, in Okay, I
1: thought he, but he played in Cairns one time, Did remember? He? Oh, yeah. yes. No, I don't think that's it was – That's not it? When the Roosters – he was going through some stuff before yeah, he got to he, the Roosters it, and he was know? up in
0: Cairns. I'm not sure. Let us know in the comments if that's where uh, Toddy as well played. He's working at a pub. Uh, this is before we end up linking with him in Catalans, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And before he went on that, <laughs> that historic run or, yeah. or that
0: really strong run with the Roosters. Yeah, the Dalliam. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dukes.
1: Yeah, they love their footy up in Cairns, man. Hey, Dukes, what's the, um must have just fucking around up there. Be he just playing. doesn't want to, I mean, like, he just – did he retire from the NRL? Like, he's yeah. not – he's yeah, he not re- getting a gig? Like, he's like – No, he, he retired I just, I think he just, So he would how have How old's Dugues, man? Dugues would be 33, 34. Mad underrated, Dugues. Dukes 2017, 18. Dugues was In a dog. he's his prime, bro. Like, he's the, he, was the, he was the man. Dukes was a dog. He was just banged he up. Injuries, he started so early. He's one yeah. of those guys that started
0: so early and finished probably a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is, like, when you look at the Cody Walkers of the world, like, Cody Walker's 33, 34 now. Yeah. But he started when he's like, 26, 26 27, man. right? So you don't have those bangs, those continuous nah. bangs as a kid where he's just, like, the Toddy Carney's of the world, mm. Mitchie Pierce's of the world, yeah. Josh Dugan's of the world. They started, like, 17, 18, yeah. Well, how old are you when you started Mace? 18. 19, yeah. And Different. you've played all the way
1: to fucking... 36, yeah. <laughs> 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 too much fun. Oh, fucking hell.
0: Uh, another one too, you know what they love in New Zealand, mate? They love their pies. Robody mm. Hecke. So he's, he's been a, he's a big fan. He's, he's always in the comments. Super random, but you need to do a New Zealand versus Aussie pie discussion. Nothing hits better for Kiwis going back home and getting right into a New Zealand pie. All right. Have you been to Yatla? Yatla pies? No.
1: Where's well, we ask any Brisbane person, yep. any Queenslander, us in the comments, they reckon Yatla Pies, I've been there before, the Mickey? it is ridiculous. In Brizzy? Yeah, it's okay. just near, sort of in between the Gold Coast and Brisbane, right? Okay. We went to army camp and we didn't eat for three days Yeah, and we went to Yatla Pies, I'm not sure well, I will not eat anything, so but <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to Yatla before, I've been um, to Yatla after and I'm like, this is the real deal. Yeah. Okay. So I reckon anyone who who's claiming pies and all that kind of shit, uh, I'm not a massive pie man, but like they're... That's probably the best pie in Australia, I reckon.
0: When I was in Queenstown, I did snacking with the skip. It's a new little segment mm. that I'll do, just posting up. So for all the punters over there, for all the L1s, all the L1 Give communities, us- let us know where we go for a pie. Where's the best pie in Auckland while we're there because we're there for four or five days. <laughs> so me and Mace will get
1: around and you snacking snack you're, with the skip. You're a proud Kiwi boy. Yeah. But like uh, is New Zealand or Australia more famous for pies? New Zealand. Is it New Zealand? Oh, no. fuck okay. yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Have you
0: not had a pie in New Zealand before? Not like, really. I don't think you have because you, you would not know. Yeah, I'm not One like, thing we do well, um, fish and chips, obviously. Yeah, but like, like grouse, but if you look at Australia, like, like, we're sort of same sort of culture, isn't it? Yeah.
1: We always say like, oh, we got no, the best the pies. No, the pastry's different.
0: Right. The pastry's so soft. softer. Like even having eaten the Ferg burger back there, the meats is like, a, you know, just because our farming industry. because yeah, it's you mad. Know, it's so much better. The meat just tastes that different much better grass, man. There. Oh, it's the grouse. Uh, did you butter's the better. Bro- better. The butter's, butters better. butter's mad. The butter and the bread's fucking grouse. Did you mention the Broncos before? Because they yeah. just re-signed Payne Haas. Ah, first topic. They're most in-demand man, Payne Haas, will remain a Bronco. That is according to News Corp, who reports Superstar Proppers inked a three-year extension worth 3.5 million. Mace, they got the man. Yeah. It was reported that all 16 clubs, even yours, Mace, yeah. were interested in his services, as well as rugby union franchise Western Force who jumped on late. While the signing of Haas increases the Broncos' premiership window until 2027, there are concerns on whether they can keep their team intact. Mm. But does that matter, Mace? Fullback Reese Walsh and swinger Selwyn Cobbo are just a couple that go off contract at the end of 2025 with Adam Reynolds and Kurt Capewell, two players who have current contracts that end in 2024. Mace, they got them in. Mm. Um, Broncos did a great job. The management of Payne did a great job. Um, they got an extra $3 million. yeah. On top of what was just proposed mm-hmm. a week ago, Um, you, you obviously Bulldogs were in yeah. talks. Every team was in talks. You weren't doing your due diligence if you no, weren't If you're to not him. trying
1: to have a crack at him or Tino, if they're both off the market for feeder, everyone like everyone would have been having to go. Um, and we were one of those teams. Um, Yeah, I've, I've had conversations with Payne Haas, and it'd be hard for him to leave Brisbane, right? Mm. He's a junior. He's a junior there. He's been up there. He's been involved with the club since he was, you know. I think he's been contracted since he was 14, right? Yep. So he's a prodigy from day dot. When you're at a club like the Broncos and you can taste victory around the corner, you've been through the shit like the last, say, four years and you haven't made the eight and then you've got potential to win stuff, you're going to stay. You know what I mean? You're going to stay and try and finish your job. Three more years, I reckon, he's backing himself to win a competition up there. If it's not this year, it's next year. You know, they've come, He's come through the system with the Carrigans – um, you know, the Flegglers and that pretty much that whole squad there is probably about 10 of them come through the same system. And I can only sort of just um, go back to when I was at the Dogs. I'm like, we wanted to win something. You want something out of it. Yeah, you know, okay. you come through the system and you're like, I'm not fucking leaving this club till like I win. Too much talent in this Too room. Too much talent. I said, you know, to, for him to leave the Brisbane Broncos and go to a team, just say if you're coming to us, you know what I mean? Like we're, build, we're rebuilding. They're there already. You know yep. what I mean? The he's Roots been rebuilding for three West years. West Tigers, yeah. He's gone through the rebuild. He don't want to rebuild anymore. Mm. He wants to fucking win. He's got that team there now. <clears throat> and, you know, like I congratulate him and his management. He's a great kid. He's going to be 27 when he comes off contract. So he's still going to be in his prime. He's yeah. still a baby. So he can get another five years after that. Easy max deal. So um, well done to, to Payne Haas. You know, any team would have loved to have him. Great human. Great player, you can build your team around him, right?
0: Next next deal could be twenty seven. He could sign for another three Massive. years for one point five per year. That's four point five million per year. Congrats to Payne. Congrats to Kevy. Congrats yeah. to the Broncos. Um, you know, I said for a while there, I thought he was going to leave based off coaching, but whatever job that you know, obviously the results speak for itself. Yeah. But um, he's done a great job, Kevy. Uh, it was the one little concern that I had in being able to keep him, um, but. When you're wrong, you're wrong, you've got to admit, you've got to admit created, it, you got to take your licks. They've done a great job at rebuilding this roster. Yeah. Full credit to, you know, everyone from Ben Iken who was there before, um, the recruitment. Um, you know, you look at guys like I mentioned before, Reese Walsh, who's on a very uh, mm. club-friendly deal because of his situation from leaving to the Warriors, that's going to have to be addressed. So they've got a couple of big decisions coming up, Mason. I had something ready for us to do, but we've got so much to speak about in this yeah. episode. I think... Now that they've signed Payne, Paddy Carrigan, what's the chances of them being able to keep Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobo, Adam Reynolds, and Ezra Mam in the next two years? It's going to Jeez, be really tough, right? It's tough, right? Do you think almost it's going to come down to, I dare say now, despite what Reynolds has obviously been able to do for this club, Reese would be the priority? Yes. They don't want him to get to 2025 and then be going through this. I dare say an extension for Reese will be coming. Maybe in the off season mm. or, or early next year before it even gets to this, and then, um, then you got to come down. They've got a big decision with Adam Reynolds and Ezra mm. Mam. Can or, you keep both of them? I'm
1: thinking Ezra Man could play seven. Hmm. You keep know, learning can, off they, Reynolds they, in the next couple yeah, of years. Yeah. Yep. He can. He can. He's, I think he's learning so much there. I think he's an attacking seven. He kicks. He's got all the, he's got all the, he's got all the intangibles to be a good seven. You know what I mean? Like he's a running, he's a running seven. He kicks good. He hits hard. You know what I mean? He does. I don't think it would be that hard for him to play seven. Reynolds is going to be what thirty four when he comes off. Yep. Does he want to keep playing? If he yep. if he gets a competition, that's a genuine question. Comp- does he want to keep playing? Like, does he? You know, does he want to travel? Does he want to retire? Like, he's going to end up, you know, probably playing 300 games pretty soon. I he's played we'll, a fair bit of footy, man. I
0: reckon, I reckon Wren could potentially maybe extend for one more year to the, at least – so if he's done in 2024, yeah, no, I reckon Wren will try to extend for another yeah, couple of years. Yeah, he could, especially if you're winning and, and
1: you're in a great culture
0: there. And you've got Payne and Paddy locked up. Yeah. Makes and his you job got, a lot losing easier. Flegler,
1: I know Flegler's like – him and um Herbie are gone, so that's going to probably have about 1.6 on the cap. Well, your boy Hunter Mariner is
0: going to go in the centres next year. He looks mm. a real player for yeah. him. Yeah,
1: so he's got these guys on pretty cheap. There's a lot of guys in contract like the Rickies and stuff like that. They're, on, they're not on big dollars. Yeah. So, but they're all coming off in the next two or three years. So mm. it's very important who they do sign. But their big one was Payne Haas.
0: And they got it. They and got that the man. next
1: one is Reese Walsh. Yep. And they've got to get Reese Walsh. You know, all the back rollers and all that kind of stuff. they got, you know, Kirk Capewell and Ricky and – you know they're they're replaceable.
0: I can see a world in which Sel and Cabo becomes collateral damage. Yeah. Because I I, I can't. Uh, there was obviously Chatty come through the grades as a fullback. Mm. He probably has aspirations, and I can see a club reaching out for yeah. sure if he was to become
1: available and, and giving him the one jersey and giving him one money like fullback money. Yeah, he'll be wanting that. He'll be wanting that because you know I think wingers money has gone up, right? Yeah. You're the best winger capped. in the world. You're going to get 700 or something like that if you're if. Maybe, maybe. If yeah, you're, depending on – your yeah. If you're Brian Tyo. If you're Brian Tyo, I'm paying Brian Toto 700. See, I don't even reckon Toto would be on I know, but I'm paying him. If he's on the open market, I don't yeah. think he stayed for that much. Yeah. But I'm saying he's an open market. Tigers, Bulldogs, lower teams, they're paying him a shitload of money because mm. of, of what he's doing. The wingers' work rate has gone up. Play twos have become so important to getting sets off to a good start. They've probably jumped the centers, I think. Yep. Unless you're a Katoni Staggs and stuff like that. But if you're the best winger in the world, you're getting some solid cash. I think the guys like – um remember Bradman Best and uh, our mate from uh, Lomax, yeah? Yeah. When they signed a couple of years ago, massive deals. I think that sort of put everyone off. They were young kids thinking the whole world's at their feet. Didn't really deliver until like probably Bradman Best this year, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. on 800. Yeah. A lot of money, man. Yeah, you're right. It's um. So I think that sort of – the, the wingers and centres, they're, the they're not market, too far
0: off, man. The centre market reminds me a bit of the running back market in the That's NFL. I
1: was just about to say. In
0: the NFL, right?
1: Do you know, like, you're going to have a right, so you're just wanting to make make tackles. Uh-huh. You want a great defensive right centre because everyone goes left, right to left.
0: You know what I reckon happened when the uh, six Gen rule come in, the centres become really prevalent because there's mm. so much – Um, fast footy, momentum footy that you'll get an early boy out to your centres like years have passed.
1: Like centres are like Lambos, right? But
0: now they've caught up, right? The line, the defensive lines are caught up. Their systems Mm. of, everyone's got fitter, everyone's got used to the 60-end rule and then it's become a lot more controlled. And
1: the middles are so fit, they move so good around the middle they come up and they just close everything, chain defence. Like if you're a centre used to come off, just say, come back towards the ruck, there could be gaps everywhere, right? Mm. Good luck. Not anymore. There is no gaps at all. So unless you're hitting a really nice line, Outside in, inside out, can flick, can have all these um, skills, or just bull rush someone. You're not, you're not. What are you, what are you doing? Mm. You're pretty much just making your tackles, right? Mm. Yeah, you've got to be, you've got to be, you've got to be a lock
0: in defence. Yeah, you have to be a lock in defence, and like you've got to. Have a nice variety of being able to punch a nice hole. This is these are the sorts of play. Who would I be, who would I be looking at if I was a center? I I'll tell you what, who man, like we talked about him before. If I could get him on a reasonable contract, I'd be looking at like sort of mid range guys like Herbie Farnworth. Yeah, I like Herbie Farnworth. I love Herbie Farnworth. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't want to be going top tier. So, like, who's your top tier center? Uh, Joseph Manu. Yeah, one mil. Like as much as I love Joey,
1: if I if I was because you know he you can go. Let's play fullback for a bit. Well, Let's if, play I, winger. Was, if I was signing centre.
0: Joey Manu, I'd be signing him to fullback straight away. Yeah. He wouldn't even he be in my everywhere. discussion for centre. Mm. I wouldn't be paying him 750 800 to play centres. That weird he? how we
1: think Luttrell and Joey Manu are the best two centres in the game.
0: Well, they are. <laughs> I yeah. know.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. weird, but we're not even putting Katoni Staggs, the critter... Um, Bradman best, Zach Lomax just next. They're all in next, next, right? Because I yep. still think Latrell's the best left center in the game
0: for sure. I think if Latrell plays full time centers, he's the best center. Yeah, actually, him and Joey would compete. Really yeah, but, obviously hard. Would but what, about, right? what about what about the four from Grace from Juzzy Ollam at the moment? Like he's not even. Yeah, you know, he's playing Sunshine Coast. So, hey buddy, he, was, he was was he not Delhiam Center of the Year last year? I think he was. I think he was. Or if he wasn't, he was the year before. No. Oh, that's a massive fall off. I'm not sure what's happening there. And He's, he's being replaced by a Scope scoped <laughs> <laughs> He looks like me, hey young Donovan. He, exactly, yeah. he,
1: just, he's, he's <laughs> he looks like me. a nuggety version he's of has got me. the Mo. Yeah. You're like big, big
0: <laughs> Sizzlack stick. Yeah. Heavy Sizzlack. So um, just to wrap it up, congrats to Payne Haas. Yeah. Great deal. Great deal for the Broncos. For, for me, right now, I like Broncos to win the comp. This, this is the I last, it last I it Yeah, of but I was, this is the one thing because I didn't think this was going to get done. Mm. I thought this was going to get done after the season and it was going to be a wait and see for Payne. Yeah. Now that he's committed, I think you can get – let me have a look right now. I'm going to go on the futures on the tab with our friends, our partners at the tab. What, what are the futures for the rugby league? Let's get it up. Competitions. What, to a, win the comp? To
1: win the comp. $3 or $2? dollars $3. $3.50. Oh, I don't know three fifty. Get on 50.
0: it to make the grand final. Dollar seventy five. That's a good bet too. Mm.
1: So two horse race in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, the Penrith at two twenty, Brisbane at three fifty, uh, Melbourne at seven dollars, the Waz at twelve, Souths at thirteen, Cronulla at twenty six, Cowboys are blown out at twenty six. That's going to be a massive game this week. Mm. Which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, three fifty. Yeah, it's good. Give me a little bit of that. I think. Give me a little bit of that. Um, I'll tell you who hasn't re-signed or or done. Tevita Pangai retires, Mace, mid-contract to enter boxing. So your boy Tevita Pangai Jr. has dropped a bombshell on the Dogs, quitting mid-contract to pursue a boxing career. Pangai Jr. is tipped to retire at the Bulldogs after the clash against the Gold Coast Titans in round 27. He has a 2-0 record in boxing, recording a TKO victory over Jedico Sicil in his debut in 2021 followed by a knockout of Jerry Tupai last December on the undercard, which you're mm. at Mace for the Sonny Bill Williams, Mark Hunt belt. Pangai junior has a close relationship with ex-Bulldog Sonny Bill. So Mace, a couple of things. Did you have an inkling uh, that this was on the cards uh, and what, what's your thoughts uh, for not only the, the Bulldogs, but for Tavita moving forward?
1: Yeah. Uh, first of all, like well done Tavita and, he could have been very selfish and stayed at the Bulldogs, right? Got his money next year, still done a little bit of boxing here and there. Yep. But he know, he, he's made a very um, brave decision to give up all that money and to, to go and step into the ring. Like that's not, that's not an easy decision to make, right? Mm. He's got guaranteed money next year. He's got to go out and put his balls on the line mm. and fight. Literally fight. You don't have any more teammates. You've picked the hardest sport in the world. So respect to that, right? So people don't understand. He's not he's not taking all his money next year. He's leaving his contract. Like whatever's left is on the cap next year. He's done that, and he's going to he's to do boxing. Like he's he's just been really honest with himself. He wants he knows there's a big world out there. He wants to test himself as a boxer, and he can fucking fight. He's a decent boxer. He can, eh? He's a de- he's very decent, and I think he can uh, he can go places in boxing. And I think he just wants to he wants to go all in, and if it's for two or three years, and he comes back and he's thirty. You know what I mean? Like, I, w- I want a Tavita who's all in. I don't want one foot in, one foot out. And that's what he's been mentally for the last – probably probably since about or- – probably after Origin. Do you reckon Origins had an effect on this? Well, I think it's had an effect because he's, he's gone – you know what? Uh, Origin was probably a goal for him, right? Mm. And then not to play in game two and three, he's like, nah, you know. Boxing probably would have been, become more prevalent in his head. Going, maybe I should just try and do boxing. Like, you know, what I mean, I like, so I know he's I know he was thinking of this. I like have a conversation. It's always like with a him. bit of a scratch. Yeah, she's wanted to scratch. Yeah, right? he's and I know for a fact, even if he did finish next year, he would have not played on. He hmm. would have definitely gone to boxing. Yeah, okay. So I think maybe playing Origin, reaching the pinnacle of the game, going, all right, well I've done that. Yep, that's all right. Tick that box. You know, like you can't, but you, you got to be real. This is probably real, honest. You know, talk that he's had with himself, man. This is a solid, this is a ballsy thing to do, right? You're just giving up whatever you're on next year and then to go and fight. You know what I mean? Not, you're not guaranteed a world title fight. He's got to start from the bottom and he's got to work and grind and train his ass off and this and that's a fucking hard thing to do. How he long has he been
0: training with the, has he been training with Sonny in the past or is, is, not is really. he training with I the
1: Mundine camp? Yeah, I think, I'm not sure what camp he's in. I think he was doing a lot of work with, with Sonny Bill. Yep. Um, you know, and he doesn't want to be one of those players. Like Sonny was probably if Sonny had his time over again. I'm not sure what he'd do. He'd probably go straight into box He'd probably retire fully and go into boxing. Yeah, interesting. You know, and he could have been. Who knows what he could have could have been. Because what what people don't understand. Obviously, he's working
0: away from a lot of money. You can like You can make a lot of money. Of course,
1: people. World is big. People. I told. I told T. I said, look, a lot of people just get fixated on rugby league, and they just like they just think it's all rugby league their whole life, and they have no other thought process. I said, it's good that you're actually thinking like this and you're not thinking selfishly and just play rugby league and do boxing here and there. Like, go all in and see what happens.
0: 27 years old, about to turn 28 at the end of the year, 137 first-grade games, got his origin, played for Tonga, He's ticked a lot of boxes, so yeah. there's still, like you said, there's still a world in which he returns to rugby league if yep. the next couple of years
1: don't pan out exactly, he just, exactly how expected. Or just wants to go all in, yep. you know, like not be having it – you know how hard it is to be a full-time footballer and then try and be a fucking part-time boxer on the side, mm. you know. So um, I wish him nothing but, nothing but good luck. He's a good kid, um, good friend of mine, and I hope he – gets a fucking world title or something, just just reaches his potential. And if not, he comes back. There's always going to be a home for him at the Bulldogs. I tell you what,
0: there's a lot of people that are going to want to pay a lot of money to see him fight. i tell you when he fights. Bro, the kid
1: can fight. Yeah, he's and a his fucking younger guy. brother, Jermaine, he's fucking even better. He's a dog as well? Yeah.
0: Nice. Um, the RL Commission has locked in a new Pacific Championships competition involving six teams. Mace, the Pacific Championship yeah. will be staged in 2023 and 2024 after the NRL and NRLW... Premiership seasons and will include men's and women's teams from Australia, New Zealand, Samoa, Tonga, Papua New Guinea, Fiji and Cook Islands. So that's seven teams for the women, six teams for the men's because Tonga are playing a tri-series against England. So they're not a part of this in the mm. men's side of it. The 2023 championships will include, include two games, two match days in Australia, two match days in New Zealand and four in Papua New Guinea. So oh, nice. there's been a lot of chat around. We talked about the 18th man uh, just before, the 18th team, potentially for the NRL, Papua New Guinea. It's I'll tell been, you what, there's there's a lot of momentum behind Papua New
1: Guinea so at the it's moment. a couple of years ago, man. Like, mm. I think they could, um, could easily get a team in New Guinea. It's the most popular sport in New Guinea, right? Yeah. So just thinking if you did base it in New Guinea, you played – you got eight home games, right? You play four in New Guinea, you play four – at Brisbane, in Brisbane, and you're based in Brisbane, right? You don't have to live in New Guinea because that's probably going to be that's going to be the problem with with players that that are from Australia or New Zealand. You yeah. don't want to live in New Guinea. You know, they could be based in Rockhampton, they could be based in Bundaberg or something like that. Play all play eight games, save your home games, eight away games, obviously, and then like eight or nine um, pros and cons. The off-season,
0: players, burnout, a lot of footy, the game's a lot faster. Yeah. Are, are we not worried about the <laughs> effects that this has on our top-tier players? So if you look at – I'll give you a couple of examples, right? The Tommy Chavojevic's of the world who, oh, you yeah, know, he didn't play for Australia last year but struggled to stay fit. Kalen Ponga, mm. um, again, another guy who missed out on the back end of the season playing rep footy but they've played a lot of rep footy, whether it be state of origin mm. or, or played for their country before. Uh, do you envision a problem? How,
1: how would the clubs know. be feeling about? I don't think it's, it's. I can just only go back to when I was playing Four Nations and all that kind of stuff for like eight years. Yep, and there was nothing better than getting than playing for Australia at the end of the year. How good? You know what I mean? You just sit there, and you're like, fuck! I can't wait to get back in the in the in the Australian team, and you're on you're on kangaroo tours, and and you're in different parts of the country. You're in Australia, you're in New Zealand, you're in France, and all this kind of stuff. You build such camaraderie there. And it just doesn't take – I think it saves careers because you're not doing full pre-seasons. Mm, that's a fair. So you're not coming back till, like, mid-Jan. So yeah. these other players that have been training since November, you don't turn up till mid-Jan. Yeah. But like we didn't turn – for right. about five years, I didn't turn up till fucking 18th of January. How good. Do you know what I mean? So it's the longevity. Why do you think Cameron Cameron Smith didn't do that for like 12, 13 years? Billy Slater, all the top tier players because they're always on kangaroo tours every year or a Four Nations, a World Cup and all all that kind of stuff. So you love that. You don't want to be doing full pre-seasons, trust me. They're fucking hard. I did them every year. They're awful, (laughs) right? I think I played 17 years. I did eight (laughs) pre-seasons. (laughs) <laughs> full pre-seasons, you know what I mean? So I think it's. it's, it's I look six. at it the other way, I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's more longevity. So yeah. the guys who are always in rep teams, if you're the, you feel the, cream, you feel the cream of the crop, you don't train as hard. You're more playing. You're match fit. You're, you're a seasoned vet. You're a pro. It's the guys that are the lower tiers who's not making that sort of the rep teams and stuff, they fucking grind harder. Yeah. They train so what harder. about
0: what about the Penrith of the world, uh the Cowboys of the world who you know sort They're of gonna, started slow for their, you know, the South Sydneys were very heavily um, involved with with rep footy. They've sort of been
1: struggled a little bit. Yeah. The, the Parramatta Eels, the top teams, they you know I think everyone is just sort of going – because we weren't playing rep football for 3 years because of COVID, right? Yeah. And and all of a sudden we play the World Cup and everyone sort of gets out of form and this and that and everyone's yeah, like okay. oh my god, this is oh, the clubs are going to hate it. They're not it. conditioned for not it. Not conditioned. It's like, yep. no, we've we just got to get back into what we were doing through okay, the yep. 2000s and 2010s. There was always a, it's always an Australian tour on the end of the year. It's a pinnacle of the game. Like you bust your ass all pre-season, all through Origin, getting through the whole year, have a run into the semifinals, and then it's like you either win it, you don't win it, you get to the semis, whatever, and then you're in the Australian team. That's the, that's, that's the cream on top. I mean you get to win a four nations. So some guys who never won a grand final get to win world cups, four nations, yeah, six yeah, nations. True. That's the pinnacle of the game. That's yeah. what they get to do. It's either Origin or Test. Arks Heine, right? Yeah. Heine never won a grand final, but he's won world cups and he's won four nations and he's won Origins. Won a shitload of tests. You know he's won a shitload of. Yeah. He's won a heap of things, and they just hang that on him because they just take the piss, which is sad, but it is what it is. But. He's won a hell of a lot. Mm. And those memories are embedded in your head, like the the, the kangaroo tours that I was on, the, the, the New South Wales teams that I've been in. It's fucking funnest shit of all time. Mm. It is so fun. So you can't take that away from the kids. And they're going to be like, fuck that. I want to play. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter, especially playing for and New Zealand, the, the top the top nations. They're the ones that you want to play for.
0: Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It was a big part of, I guess, what was Cheers. going we're on sorry, with the CBA. We're
1: saying this like a couple like – a year ago, right? It was saying like they need a Six Nation somewhere, because yeah, you know, like you know how they obviously do it in the middle of the year I would have li-
0: I would have liked Tonga and England to be involved in it. I would have, I would have liked oh. to have, I would like to a uh, top eight. So England, mm. England and Tonga had already organised their one. So the R- the RRL Commission has locked this in with all the Pacific nations. So okay. obviously the rl has been in contact with the New Zealand Rugby League, with some on Rugby League, uh, Cook Islands. Uh, what are the other ones? Fiji and, and Pap, Papua New Guinea, the Kumuls, mm. um, but Tonga and well, that sucks. Tonga and England have been locked in for a while now.
1: Okay, they well, were sorted. Well, that'll that, be this year. will be they this sorted year, then next play year, then footy, then Next year yeah. it could be totally different. So as long as they're, they're still growing the international football and it's a it's a main part of the calendar, it yep. needs to get back into that.
0: That series, uh, Tonga versus uh, England will I'll be a good mad. series too. Yeah, It'll be, be mad. it'll be really competitive. Um, tell you who won't be competitive or <laughs> doesn't feel like they're going to be competitive is the Tigers, as they have abandoned their five-year what? plan inside 12 months. Tigers coach Tim Sheens is reportedly set to stand aside what? at the end of the season and hand the reins to Benji Marshall 12 months earlier. And even that doesn't feel like a lock at the moment, Mace Sheens yeah. was meant to coach the Tigers for 2023, which is this year, and next year, 2024, before Benji took over. Uh, but he's he's moving on. Um, I think it's a board decision. I wonder what that conversation was like. Fuck. I'd love to be I'd love to be a fly on the wall and what's happened with the tigers though, like man. that if, dude, was it, he dressed like
1: that? Was a hat? And stuff? Again. <laughs> 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 was it? Imagine tell us Was and the, if you and get the CEO t- and the board members like talking to Tim Sheen's one of the most respected people in the world? Yeah. And you go to him like, nah, man, you're done. Yeah, look, it's a tough Sheenzy one. How not that, man? I'm not sure. Oh, has been around. Long has been around, but like, you know, you got to pay him out. He ain't walking. Oh, yeah, true. You got to pay. him. I'm not sure what money he's on, but I think it's a fair bit. Yeah, he'd be on good for point. two or three years, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, thank you. I don't want part of this shit show anyway.
0: Well, he was going to be coach, and then he was also like, what was his role last year in like determining like yeah, what, well, how the club was going to be run? Yeah. Um, Benji, does Benji make it to next year? How do you think Benji's feeling at the moment? <laughs> Because there are so many mixed reports um, with Tim Sheens and Benji about uh, the relationship breakdown that they had after yeah? Benji okay. left seems to be it um, got better. Obviously, because mm. he you know, he returns to the Tigers even though it wasn't under Tim Sheens he returns to the Tigers. There seems to be love around there, but you know the Scott Fulton stuff that has come from above as well. Uh, that's you know there the, there, that's there, are, the there there are, you know yourself the Bulldogs the Dragons are struggling as well to get some um what's the word? Continuity around the yeah. club, consistency around the club. But with the appointment of Shane Flanagan, who's a pretty switched on firm um leader, and then you got obviously Gus running things
1: at the Bulldogs. I think at the Bulldogs it's totally different, right? We've we're not doing the um business on the field, right? Everything yeah. else is tip top the coaching from GMs to sponsors to the actual club being run is fucking first class <clears> but <throat> what, do you, what do we get judged on results results A result driven game but we ain't fucking with our club like this you know like you ain't sacking Gus you yeah. know what I mean like you're not sacking Zero after one year yeah. and putting a kid in like like Benji like he's but but well it's a sink or swim sort of moment isn't what? it I, I don't think, think Benji's going to be scared of this nah <coughs> he'd love to the challenge there's a part of he me that he thinks just, he'd love he to challenge I don't even wants, know Benji that well he but. just needs to surround himself with some good assistant coaches well apparently Chris Lawrence and Robbie Farah are, are done it. as well you know the people they're that he trusts people that he trusts you know what I mean he's been to war with these guys he trusts them but they're moved they moved on as well oh mate. shit I thought you said they're done with no, him no 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 they're oh, done fun.
0: they've moved on I believe moved on or yeah, sacked think so. I, uh, I think Lukey find that out please yeah.
1: Luke, Holy he, shit. Okay. Well, I thought he said – I think moved on in their own accord. Like it's, it just seems to be a shit Okay. Well, this is going. probably more important right now. Mm. So Benji probably feels a little bit isolated. He's got no one there. He probably thought he's going to go be the head coach, have Robbie Farrar and, and Lawrence as his assistants. Now he needs to source some good assistance, right? Yes. That's that crucial. That is his number one thing. And S&C, high performance, Here we go. We everything like that. Update? Uh, nearly, I
0: only not I can see on Farrar. Is that he's interested in the vacant GM role. Oh okay. Oh yeah, there you GM, go. So apparently it, uh, Robbie wants to become the GM. So then that'd be interesting.
1: The dude with the hat. Is that either <laughs> the GM? No, he? he's the CEO. I oh.
0: oh, think I think he's the board member. He's, he's the chairman. Chairman the chairman. Major provide
1: his lawyers. That's him. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Benji, I don't think he's. I don't think he's scared of this. Um, he just needs to uh, surround himself with fucking great people, mm. smart brain smart minds, and no snakes, right? And I think he, I think he would do that. Good S and C, so that you can trust. This is, and it's hard to come across those guys. They are, yeah. It's very hard. It's hard to come across a good assistant coach. Yeah, good coaches. So it's a bit of a job for him. And I hope that he has um, a chance to select them himself. They don't just come over the top and go, "Here's your assistant coaches," because. You know, the board likes him.
0: Here we go. Got a bit of an update here. Benji Marshall will take charge of West Tigers in 2024. Yeah, we'll assume the club uh, mutually agreed. Marshall was originally expected to take over year 2025. Yeah, it came back with yeah. Oh, no, it's all pretty much the same yeah. stuff, just a, a recycled article. Um,
1: I think it'd be all right, Benji. Yeah, it'll be smart. smart. I think this year will teach him a lot. You know, he was he's pretty much been the coach. He's been he's, he's in all the meetings, he's done, you know, every single session. So I don't think. Anything's going to be over his head next year. It's probably going to be the toughest year of his career. Mm. I think the Tigers will be trending. Make or up. break. Yeah, Tigers will be trending up. Yeah, I agree. It was that article from the mole that said they're not, even, they're not thinking about Benji
0: either? It was the article in the mole, Lukey saying. Uh, yeah, people. yeah, I saw so that. That's what it was. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're thinking about punting Benji. Well, that'd be crazy. Ah, Imagine well, that one year in. I actually think the Tigers are showing better signs than what yeah, the Bulldogs they're, and they're the fighting. Dragons are they're throwing. Fighting. They've got a lot of they're fight in the last three or four weeks. Um, On the field, I'm talking about Unless
1: this uh, Fulton dude has got so much power at that club, he's just trying to fucking wide-end everyone and he's got everyone out. Strong last name. Very strong last (laughs) name. Very, very strong last name.
0: You want to preview the games now, mate? Yeah, mate. We'll see how that unfolds over the next couple of days. It'll be interesting, man.
1: Surely they can't fuck with Benji like that. Surely not. Ooh, but He's a favourite
0: son, man. It'll be fucking chaos if that happens.
1: All right, you ready to, to preview the
0: games? Right. First game, kicking off North Queensland versus Cronulla, mate. Oh, uh, our friends at the tab. This is going to be played up at Queensland Country Back Stadium tomorrow night, which will be well, tonight if you're watching this for th- on Thursday night. Uh, the North Queensland Cowboys are $1.58 favourites. Cronulla Sharks are $2.40 underdogs, mate. Some big ins for the Cowboys with uh, – Jeremiah and I are returning. Oh, shit, uh, That's Colin quick. Hess goes back to the bench and Jermaine Tanoil-Brown goes to 18th man. Cole Felt is named on the wing with Marone's winger Murray Talangi into the centres, which he played before they had the bye. Um, they've also got Griffin Neem back on the bench as well. I think I might have returned as well before the bye. Um they're wow. back to a, a very formidable lineup, all but Valentine Holmes. This is probably their best lineup, Mace. And they, they're going to need it because they're they got, playing they a they red hot Sharks team. Um, Tom Hazleton returns from the concussion that he missed with uh, Luki. You got breaking news, or you're just sitting up? Yeah, what do you got? Breaking news? Is that the same thing? Is that what I just read out? Yeah, so a false alarm. Um, <laughs> Tom Hazleton returns to the bench. Therefore, uh, Jesse Colhean goes back to uh, the extended
1: squad. All right. Tough game to pick, Mace, this one. Hard, man. But Tough with game with, to with pick, Nanai and um those blokes coming back, i I think the Cowboys have got so much to play for. This is they've worked so hard to get out of where that shit start that they that they got out to. Yep. They fought back to get into a position position to get to make a finals run. And this is it. This will be the game. So she's all in here. Cowboys? Cowboys, yeah.
0: Cowboys uh, cut the Lions minus four and a half at the yep. end, at, uh, with our friends at the TAB. You yeah. think they cover the four and a half, win by yeah. more than a try?
1: Yes, for sure. Ooh, yeah. I don't, I know don't think it'll be man. that tight. I reckon this is just, this, they can score a hell of a lot of points, man.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like this Cowboys team. I think they might be a little bit rusty. I like the Cowboys – I like them one to twelve. Yeah, I think it's going to yeah, be okay. a close game. Give me the Cowboys one to twelve as well, Mace. Jeez, uh, yeah, moving that's on, a hard one, man. To the Warriors versus Manly. This one will be there for this game, Mace, at Daniel Anderson Daniel Anderson Stadium, that's great. in New Zealand, Friday six p.m. Um, the Warriors get chance. Nickel Clogstat back, Mace. They are a dollar twenty five. Favorites with our friends, our partners at the tab. Manly of $4. Underdogs, the Lions, 12.5. That's pretty juicy, Mace. Mm. Um, for the Warriors, like I mentioned, Charles Nickel Clogstat returns. Uh, Wade Egan is good to go. Um, he had a throat injury after getting the elbow and throat from uh, Stefano last week. That's solid. Uh, Bunny Afoa comes into the front row in place of Mitch Barnett, who needed stitches for a laceration before below the knee following the Tigers game. So has he been put to the bench or all the way out? Oh, that's a big loss. Barnett's all the way out. Um, as for Manly, they lose both Brad Parker and Ben Trovojevic after they uh, did not finish the games with concussion mm. last week. Therefore, Morgan Harper comes in the centres and Kelma Tumulangi starts in the back row. Jake Arthur is the new name, uh, new face on the bench. Can I think we're both going to be on the Warriors for this one, Mace. Can they keep it close to 12 points? No, 13 plus the Warriors? 13 or plus for the
1: Warriors. I just think old boy's day. Yep. And the naming of Chris Anderson's uh, stand. Daniel. That, oh, shit. Sorry. Yep. Daniel Anderson's stand. Um, mm. And Old Boys Day. A lot to play for. Plus it's like they got got it, – what is it, Saturday, Friday night? Friday La- night. Blackout night. Blackout night. They barely lose that. So they've <laughs> they got a lot of passion there. I reckon they'll pump Manly really I'm bad. so looking forward to this.
0: Obviously uh, – And we're going to be there. Both of us playing for Manly. Um, we're going to yeah. be over there. We're, we've got a golf episode with mm. – um, what would you do, uh do you speak, Lukey? Patches.
1: Oh, the patches. <laughs> Lukey
0: wants us to get the patches up as well. But um, <laughs> Daniel Anderson gave me my first ever NRL jersey too, mate. So this That's is extra special for me. I'm, I'm stoked to be over there for this. Um, it's old boys. We're going to catch up with a few of the old boys who would have been repping these sorts of colours. But these are our Levels Auckland. These are throwbacks. These are OG Good ones. patches. Pat- get the patches all over here. hand up yeah, on your side as well. Right? Um, bang. Just working it on there. If you want over the top as well, geez, that looks good. Maybe we'll turn that into levels. a hoodie as well, uh, Lukey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I Warriors head to head, but I'm going to yeah. go my Bird Gang. I reckon Bird Gang are going to make it tricky enough to keep it within twelve and a half. So I'm going to go Manly plus twelve and a half.
1: Yeah, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't think yeah, I don't I think don't,
0: Warriors will blow them
1: out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll retract that because it's okay. going be, to be awful. Like the weather's going to be awful, be drizzly. It's not going to be a high scoring game. I don't think. Okay. And the Warriors will really lock it down, I think. All right, sweet. All right, moving on to the second game of Friday night. This is at Combank
0: Stadium, Parramatta at home, but they've got a few big outs. Uh, The Roosters... Uh, get the dub last week against the Dolphins let's see what they can do Jeez. we have uh, Parramatta at $2.35 underdogs at home mace yeah. Sydney Roosters are at $1.60 the line is four and a half um, obviously the big one for Parramatta Eels no Mitch Moses uh, for not only this game but potentially the season uh, therefore Dylan Brown and Dejan Arce are in the halves the return of Mike Sivo and Regan Campbell-Gillard couldn't have come at a better time um, as for Andrew Davey, he's also set to miss this game mm-hmm. under concussion protocols. RCG's return allows Joe Offangelo to move back to prop to cover for Davey. Uh, as for the Roosters, World Cup winner Angus Crichton makes his return yeah. from an injury. So Dylan Barton, Dylan Upper, <coughs> just the one game for me, goes back. And the man, Sam Walker, returned uh, for the New South Wales Cup last week. He is 18th man as he nears right. his return. Probably a good chance that he plays if they've named him 18th. Uh, he also played 80 minutes in New South Wales Cup last week, like I alluded to. Mace, mm. yes. What? what I think they? Roosters win, but do they cover? Do you think Roosters win, or do you, I you think the Roosters win? Through? I think yeah. the
1: Roosters win. They've got a lot to play for. I think they're on a bit of a roll. And the Eels are just—I don't, I don't know. they i mean, they've got—they're the on the exact same points, right? So mm. you think. Exactly the same sort of um, fight in this game. But I think the Roosters just got too much class. I just think they're in better form Yeah, too. they're playing better. Parramatta seem a little bit down. Big Reg is back. He's been out for what, eight weeks? Three. So suspended. Three. Oh, suspended. I thought he was, was no, in- I was talking about his injury. So He weeks. was injured for so, okay. Yeah. So he just got suspended. So he's not going to lose any sort of match fitness. So he'll be out there ripping and tearing. Him Sevo, same game. Yeah. yeah. Shoulder jabs. I, I like that they're two, um, two big inclusions. Yeah, big ins- two, Yeah, big inclusions. But I think the Roosters, yeah, I'm going then. Yeah, one to twelve, well, be close game. I'm on the
0: Roosters, one to twelve as well. I like that one, Mace. Uh, moving on to Saturday, West Tigers versus Dolphins again. Combank, but it's the next day. Yuck uh, game. It, uh, it Fuck, it's yuck. going to be a tough, carry It is a yuck game. West Tigers are a dollar forty. Uh, the Dolphins are three dollars. The line is eight and a half, Mace, with our friends, our partners. Tikes, sorry, the sorry, Tigers are favourites. Tigers are favourites, yeah, well and truly, yeah, ConBank. Uh, Tim Sheens, well, he doesn't have the luxury of now. he does, we well, he's still there. Uh, he's naming the same 17 that played the Warriors last week. Dane Laurie was a shining light. He's is good. Uh, Luke Brooks was also nice as well. Uh, as for the Dolphins, they've got a few outs and big ones too. Conley, yes. Connolly Lemuelu, Lemuelu and Kenny Bromwich, Bromwich and – Hamaso, Tabby Fido, all missing this week. So that's why the market's so in favour of the Tigers, Mace. Yeah. Jack Bostock, Robert Jennings, and Ewan Aiken slot into the side. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King is also sideline. Uh, so pretty much their four or five best players are out. That's, that's the reason for the Tigers being favourites. I think that off the back of that, I think the Tigers win and they win comfortably yes. in this game.
1: you'd hope so. I think Tigers can actually put a score on them. They're not Despite- too bad. Been, the last three weeks, their effort's been outstanding. It's just they've been playing some decent teams. They should pump the Dolphins. They should. But, you know, the, 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 the Dolphins' culture that they've built is grit. Yeah. Right? And they're just next man up mentality, that's Wayne Bennett's mentality, and they'll play to that. They'll get beaten by the Tigers so I think they've got too much class. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be a touch up.
0: I think it will be. Right. I, I like Tigers 13 plus. All right, moving on to the second game. Saturday, 5.30 p.m. at Seabus Super Stadium. The Titans versus the Panthers. And as you would expect, Mace, the Gold Coast Titans are $9. Penrith are $1. six. The line is 22 dollars half. Anyone who plays the Panthers get this sort of line up or get that sort of line at the moment Whoa. because they're just on fire at the moment, mate. <laughs> um, AJ Brimson is listed amongst the reserves after he was a late scratching last week. Ken Kinney, therefore, has been named a fullback with Jaden Campbell. In at 5.8 for mm. Kieran Foran. Uh, Thomas Weaver has been handed his NRL debut at halfback in place of Tanner Boyd. Uh, prop Mo for returns from suspension. Uh, Tino for Suomalawi then shifts to lock. Aaron Clark drops out. Cleese Haas has been promoted to start the game. Joe Stimson goes to the bench. Jacob Alec is the new face on the bench. So a shitload of changes. And the last thing you want to be doing is having all these changes coming up against the best team of the competition. Yeah. The Panthers with Jerome Lloyd and Mitch Kenny returning and Tyrone Peachy who comes back from suspension. He goes in the centers for Zach Hoskins. So Mace Penrith by how much?
1: Oh at least thirty. At least thirty? Yeah. Um, Spencer Lienu named twenty at twenty two, right? Ooh. So he might be. I think if he's ready to roll, I'm putting him in just for match fitness, right? Yep. Um, Zach Hosking is unlucky. That's how good a side they are. Zach Hosking. <sighs> could be high, in any he? seven. I reckon he'd make most seventeens. He'd be mm. on the bench somewhere. Mm. Um, I'm glad that they uh, they put in um, Tyron Peachy back in there. Yeah, and you know, the, you get getting well, get tongue. Get t- t- yeah, I was I was worried about it, man. He's your guy. Yeah, because I, I thought he, he worked so hard to get into that team, and that silly mistake could have cost him the season. Yep, you know, but um, Tungo's still out, and then when I wonder he- what's wrong with Isaac Tungo, yeah. like a hammy or something, like a him. soft tissue He's injury.
0: He's been out for uh, three or four games now. Right?
1: Um, yeah, I think they'll really start flexing now. Yeah, I agree, they look, mate. They look good, man. They just look at that team. You know, they just play such a fucking really good brand of football. I
0: think the. Titans will compete in this game for a long periods. C- C- but Titans, then just get Titan- proper blown out at yeah, the end.
1: By the end. Yeah. Because you know why they're relentless. Yep. You know what names you want to be called when you're going through like the start of the year and you're like, yeah. what do we want to be known? Relentless and ruthless. Yeah. That's exactly what Penrith are, and that's how they play. They just want to kick to you when they've had enough and beat the shit out of you. It's terrible. It's an awful way they suffocate you. Kicking game is awesome. It's just it's a it's great to watch. As an ex player, you're just like, wow, that's it's clinical.
0: One of the most ruthless and relentless teams of the last 20 years, the Melbourne Storm, played mm. the Dragons at Wind Stadium. Uh, our friends, our partners, the tab, have the home team, $5.20 underdogs with Melbourne, $1.16 favourites, obviously after the back of a really convincing win against the Raiders. The line for that game is 15 and a half, Mace. Um, for the Dragons, Jeez. a few ins. Uh, Zach Lomax returns from a shoulder injury. Frankie Mollo is back from concussion. Uh, and therefore, his brother Michael moves the lock and Ben Mutters misilla goes to the bench. <laughs> Toby Couchman, the twin uh, of Ryan, uh, he goes back to 18th man. Um, as for the Storm, Craig Bellamy is named the same 17. they got the job done. Will Warwick has been named amongst the reserves um, and there's a big name in the reserves as well there I believe no he's nah, not no no nah, I thought he was in there so what, what do they say here uh, star fullback Ryan Pappenhausen is set for more game in Queensland oh, cap righto okay on. so I reckon he's got one Remus more Smith in. that's big yeah Remus Smith played on the wing last week um, I dare say that Remus Smith will go to the centres Warwick will come back on the wing yeah uh, and that's a pretty good looking lineup, man I don't mind Ali I'm- Katoa back in the back row Nelson coming off the bench he's a problem Harry goes back to starting
1: hmm I think, storm and Storm by how much, Mace? I think it'd be one to twelve. I think St George, St George, go all right at Wind Stadium. I don't mind that. I reckon it would be it'll be all right. It'd be pretty close. I think they'll get. Um, they got, they've been having a crack lately, St George. They have. They so have it, kept you know, it close. They play. They play tough, and like Melbourne play tough as well. So they'll even each other out. It'll just be the class of like a Hughes and Munster coach jumping over someone. You know what I mean? Like it's just they just got that much talent. Their forwards, their forwards are going to be matched.
0: He you know, will be like,
1: jumping. He was. He's on Raveloa's side. Yeah. So it would be. Trying to sit on his back. Yeah. There's going to be some tries on that
0: side mm. either way. Whatever yep. side of the field that there is, there's going to be some tries on yep. that side. Um, going on to Sunday, uh, Mace, Knights versus Rabbitohs. Um, the Knights nice host the Rabbitohs at McDonald James Stadium. This is going to be a fucking cracker. Cracker. Newcastle, $2.15 underdogs uh, with South $1.70. The line is two and a half. Uh, big news, Jackson Hastings is good to go, Mace. I'm after glad that scared. he's back, yeah. Um, Presto got two weeks.
1: Did he? Sucks, he, at least he gets
0: weeks? to play the last game. Okay. Uh, star centre Bradman Best also returns from his adapting <sighs> injury, so Nari Tuoli goes to the reserves. As for the Rabbitohs, just one change in the 17, which beat the Dragons. Uh, Michael Cheekam will replace Ben Lovett on the bench. Uh, dry Arrow is named to start in the pack as he continues to try and play through back spasms. Jed Cartwright was a late withdrawal last week. Hamaselli and Tavita Totola are listed amongst the reserves. So that's – I thought – I thought Totola was out. I thought Totola was done for the season. Shit. All right. that's
1: huge that's massive
0: oh, it depends what Tatola comes season. back you know what I mean yeah. like if
1: he's played the whole year and he's been playing like big minutes he's he's a problem but him like and he's ha- been in and out
0: him and Hamasala are big ins if they end up playing big ends
1: yeah Um it's the quality minutes what you want from your forwards you know, South- you need,
0: yes sorry mate
1: you need like these the middles for, for South to be dominant yeah. right? we were talking about this the other day like look Pen- Penrith their front row their middle four you know what I mean they're dominant same as same as Brisbane now I'm looking at like, you know, like with, uh, with South's forward pack, they're tough and everything like that, but they're just not as big and physical as mm. like a, a Brisbane and Penrith. They yep. can't fuck with them. Their backline's awesome and everything like that. But you've got to have like Tom Burgess, Totola playing outstanding football, Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, Kaloma Matangi.
0: They can't afford to have injuries. Yeah, though? they can't. And they need to be Where all in form. Yeah, Bronchus Penrith can. can. Yeah, yeah, Outside of Payne
1: yeah. and Carrigan. Yep. Yeah. You know, so if you take two out of the South pack, they really come back down.
0: just say if you what do you reckon if you took Fisher Harris out of Penrith, could they still win the comp? Yeah. Spencer yeah. Liniew goes in yeah. front of Spencer
1: yeah, Spencer starts with, yeah. with Moses and Actually they just, they'd probably
0: play Eisenhuth or Lindsay Smith yeah. and then leave Spencer on the bench for that impact, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. But it'd
1: still be a big loss. Yeah, but it'd be a massive loss, but they'll handle it. Yeah. They could handle it. I agree. Um this would be interesting. This could be South's season on the line right now. I think it is. And Newcastle like the Newcastle on a lock for the eight either. Right. No, 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 no. You know, so like they everything in, game. they'll pack, they'll sell out. Uh, McDonald's uh, Stadium, like last week, was crazy. On the Sunday, Arvo, like this, this is going. This is this is built for a fucking great game. You're it's going Newcastle,
0: aren't you? I'm going Newcastle. Yeah, I'm on South. Yeah, I'm South. All I right, think South. I think are on a run.
1: I mean, they're on a, six in a row. It's
0: good. They're the opposites. I think South are more talented than Newcastle, but Newcastle are playing way more consistent than what Souths So it's one of the trickiest games to pick. Proper coin flip. $2.15, <laughs> $1.70 at the tab indicates exactly that. As for the last game, Bulldogs, your team, finish it off again, Mace, against Canberra, down at Canberra at GIO Stadium. <laughs> um, the line is – sorry, mate, just getting it up here – nine and a half. The Canberra Raiders are $1.36 favourites. where your Bulldogs are three twenty, dollars Mace. Uh, favourite son Jared Croker returns uh, in place of Ethan Strange uh, the rookie from last week yeah. uh, James Schiller will also play third game of the season joining the, uh, the bench along with Tom Starling as for your Bulldogs Jake Preston has indeed been suspended for two matches uh, therefore Corey Wedell will take his spot while Ryan Sutton returns from a neck injury uh, at lock and Luke Thompson goes to the bench Raymond Fertel and Mariner is the new man on the bench with Harrison Edwards dropping to 18th man and mm. uh, It's a tough – It's you know, you're obviously coming off a big loss yourself, but playing this
1: Canberra team, they're going to get a rev up from Stick. They've got a lot more to play for than us. We're playing for pride. They're playing for a top eight spot, which is massive. Uh, They just got pumped by Melbourne, which is embarrassing uh, to that club. Ricky Stewart would be pissed off all week. They would have had some hard, heart-to-heart talks. Um, And, you know, we've had – you know, we just need to get down there and just play to our potential. Like I just don't really know what to say. Like we just gotta we gotta end the year on a positive, you know. Like there's nothing. You know, they've had a good week of training, but they always have a good week of training. So um, it'll be interesting to get down there because you know, Canberra in Canberra in fucking August. That's as hard as awful. Get. That's like, as hard as gets. it gets. But sucks. Sunday, Arvo's but nice. Me- yeah, mens- mentally, you got you got to have a siege mentality. Whenever you play fucking Canberra, I don't care when it when it is or what. Just say if it's in winter, even if it's even if it's. Um, The Sunday Arvo, it's going to go into the night, it's going to be dewy, it's going to suck. So get your fucking mind right, go down there, siege mentality, fucking bust it down, bang, hit them, get them back home.
0: Fuck, nothing. Same
1: day, siege mentality. That's exactly how we used to hit Canberra all the time. We used to have one of the best records against Canberra, go down there, siege mentality, boom, not even stay the night.
0: Yeah, there's nothing better than getting a bus trip home from Canberra with a win. Yep because it's a fucking tough place to win.
1: Straight, it's just all. But even if you stayed one night, if it was that thing, and then you straight, you, if you get the win, straight on the bus, fucking go 15, home. Do you
0: remember fifteen when we were at Manly and yeah. uh, we had a little bit of a run at the back yeah. end of the year, and we yeah. got it down we there did on a that. Saturday or Sunday? Arvo had straight the ice bath beers. straight
1: away, beer straight in the ice bath, beers bang, on the bus, done. bang. That's as good as it get. You <laughs> get on the piss it. for three hours on the yeah. way home. Hey, it's best. Um,
0: all right, let's get into it. The Grateful Weight, kicking it off this week. We've got the North Queensland Cowboys against the Cronulla Sharks. This is going to be a proper dogfight. So in a dogfight, I want on one of the, you know, just the mangiest dogs of all. <laughs> Tommy Dearden, $3.25. Anytime try score, I think tries are going to be hard to come by. I think I think both these teams are going to want to defend their cunts out. So Gosh. give me Tommy
1: Dearden. <laughs> I reckon Tom Dearden would be a red cattle dog if he was one. Yeah, if is he it, was a dog. That's the perfect yeah.
0: fucking... Uh, for for Tommy Dearden for sure.
1: <laughs> As for Warriors versus Manly,
0: I think the weakest side for Manly is the left edge. The strongest side for the Warriors is the right edge. So give me Rocco Berry on that little fake, not fake, like uh, reverse block shape. Yeah, so right. he runs the lead for mm. the back row out the back and they mix and they play that nice Play's double nice shape off a nice little Shawnee Johnson pass with Chance Nickel-Clogstack out the yeah, back. Yeah. Look out for Rocco Berry for some anytime jam at 250. So Parramatta versus Sydney Roosters. He loves playing Parramatta. I'm talking about my also Joseph Okuso-Suali. <laughs> He's $2. He always scores a couple against Parramatta. He's been doing um, good, man. He has. And to tell you who else has been doing good, Dane Laurie for the West Tigers against yeah. the Dolphins. Three dollars is a good price for him. He did everything but score last week, so I like Dane Laurie to cross for one himself this week against the Dolphins at home. Sorry, at Combank um, for Penrith versus Gold Coast. You're just trying to find some be- value for yeah. Penrith. You're gonna. I think there's going to be a shitload of try scorers. You give me Dylan Edwards at two twenty-five, mm. and I'm going to take that. Same thing for St George Illawarra versus Melbourne. I think they're going to pump him through the middle. Um, he had a good rest last week. Week off the bench, she's going to be starting this week. Harry Grant at three dollars ten. I nice. love that price. As for Newcastle versus South, give me Trell Mitt If there's a time, it's almost been this season. You're waiting for a proper Troll Mitt performance yeah. against a team that needs. This is, this is the moment. This is the moment. I think he steps up, and I think he he really uh he coming up against Kalen Ponga, a must-win game. I think he he really gets. He's got a to take it personal, man. He needs to take it personal. Two dollars sixty for Treol Mitt uh, and the last game, Canberra versus Bulldogs. You give me a price of $2.60 about the little pocket rocket, Matty Timicol. Timicol, I knew you going him. I love him, man. So uh 2 260, I think is good value. As for the LPC multi for this week, I mentioned him before. Mauso, Joseph Akuso, Swali'i to score in the first 60 minutes against the Eels. And like I said, I really like the Rabbitohs bouncing back with a statement game at Newcastle, mm. at McDonald's Stadium. Uh, 1-12. to which equals the trader's got a, a specific price of $9 with a max bet of $25 for that one. Uh. So nice little price. Joseph Swali in the first 60 minutes, Rabbitohs 1 to 12, 9 bucks. max bet of $25. Man. As always, we want everyone to be playing safe during the footy season, so please keep front of mind what are you really gambling with. And if you need free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You can find all our current LPC bets under the Best Friends banner on the Tab app. Thank you for joining us on the preview. Uh, We'll see you. We've got a vlog coming for our time over in New Zealand. Looking forward to seeing everyone in New Zealand. Up the wars. (laughs) Go the Warriors. (laughs)